What's up? I'm Ayla. Hi, I'm Beth Ann. And this is Let's Talk Biella Boys Love Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Sunday, series Sunday, take two. <laughs> so if we are slightly drunk, it's because we recorded series Sunday version one. We recorded an hour and a half's <laughs> worth of series Sunday version one. And then... And then we realized that our microphones were not turned on, which, you know, you might have realized is a theme in Let's Talk Bill Season 3. My bad. Truly, we had a whole conversation about mic issues. Not, like, 10 minutes before this. Oh, Lord have mercy. But Series Sunday means it's the day of the week where we need alcohol to get through BL. (laughs) (laughs) We need need alcohol to get through talking about the BL because... Also, like, if you as a listener aren't drinking while you're listening to us. I feel like a lot of people listen while they're on their way to work. So, like, maybe don't drink while you're driving to work. (laughs) I actually don't advocate that. Maybe we're more entertaining when we're drunk. You tell us. You tell us. Anyways. Uh, We have gotten some compliments about how the the addition of the drinking is fun. Shout out to Robbie. Go follow Hey It's Robbie. Yes. Truly, his this drunk reaction to Ken Porsche was why we decided to do this because, you know, we spiced up season three because yes. we are spicing up Let's Talk BL. Ayla is going to voluntarily watch Big Dragon. I am. I must. I have to. And you all should be voluntarily watching Big Dragon. The first episode is already out. It came out yesterday. If you it. are watching this as of the day of release, join us. For go watch it. All of our international PR push that we're doing. For international me. fan Twitter spaces. We've got IG lives going. We are so excited about the show, but this is not the show we're talking about today. No. However, we are talking about a Star Hunter show. Because and y'all, who would have ever thought we'd be here? I certainly didn't because when I first watched this show, I watched it for Kim Cop and right. Bankbo. Right. And I fast forwarded through some of it. And I I wouldn't say I hate watched it. I tolerated watched it. I didn't watch it live and it felt to me as though you were hate watching. <laughs> you I don't hate anything. I just don't have that like much energy to hate things. Uh and you watched episode 12 with me. I did while it was airing. Like I watched and it. And we had joked out. about doing a series Sunday about the show without you having watched the show. Right. And, and then you had to like explain it to yeah, me yeah. or something. Yeah. But we added alcohol and you had your cat awakening. I I found out <laughs> too late, truly too late. I found out. God is the only one for me. And, and as we're waiting for shows to end, and as, as shows have just ended, we're, we throw in some some oldies but goodies. And here we are, Gen Y season two. Oh, it's happening. You friends. could have never guessed. Oh, it's happening, my friend. <laughs> Truly. Okay, let's get to the nuts and bolts because we have a lot to say and so little time. I mean, technically, we have all the time we want. It's our Truly. podcast. Truly. It's from... Our bestie, Star Hunter. Shout out, Star Hunter. We heart you. It came out in March of 2022. Yes, it did. Not that much of an oldie. When did Gen Y season one end? I don't know, but we did Gen Y season one literally a, a year, year ago, ago to like a year ago and a couple the days third. ago. Yeah. So a while ago. And it had been out for a hot minute. Actually, 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 
Hadn't it just ended when you were living in Atlantic City? It had like just ended. Yes. Because so when was didn't that? Didn't we watch that together? Yeah, yeah. It was in the summer. Right. I only lived in AC for four months. It wasn't the in, summer. In it the was like in the shoebox. Be, right, in the shoebox because I was it summer by then? Because I guess I I visited you twice, twice. in Jersey. You, oh my god, I'm such a good friend. You are a good friend. <laughs> um, I vis- you visited me once in Margate, and then mm-hmm. the second time in my shoebox in AC. Margate was definitely February because it was right after I got my second yeah. vax. Anyways, January season <laughs> one was like a while ago. I have moved a lot in adulthood. Um, okay, nuts and bolts. Star Hunter, March 2022. It's on YouTube with no paywall. No paywall. It's on iChi. If you have that Kinpore subscription or Love in the Air subscription. Or Big Dragon subscription. Or I Long Nye subscription. Oh my God. There's so many shows. Speaking of I Long Nye, the director also directed I Long Nye and La Cuisine. And La Cuisine. If you have not watched La Cuisine, go to Gaga Ulala and watch La Cuisine. Oh my God. It's so good. Speaking of La Cuisine. <laughs> Cuisine. Our um, sweet friend Mick is in La Cuisine and, and he, he goes to Chilo and Corn. <laughs> Stay tuned for the vlog. Stay tuned for that vlog. Uh, like <laughs> hashtag spoiler. He, so, so, someone in the BL world makes an appearance. I wonder who it could be. Okay. <sighs> it's not Poo and he was already gone for the day. <laughs> yeah, Mick tried that one for us. <laughs> okay. It stars as Mark. Him in Kit, played by Copter, the ethereal, wonderful Copter. I can't explain to you how wonderful Copter is. Copter is a gem of a human being. Have we told this story on the podcast? I don't think so. I think that we've only told this on an on Instagram live. live. Okay, yeah. let me tell this story real quick because it's truly the funniest thing you'll ever experience. When we met Copter, which those words make no sense to it me. It makes negative sense. I, I have this- loved Copter from the day that I met Copter in on the screen and I was like, Ayla, she drink, he drinks you drunk. Like, this is you how need- you originally tried to get yes. me into BL. Yes. Yeah. I was like, you need to know about Copter. They are the most wonderful Amazing human being. So we had finished the element interview. We were at Hunter Village. By the way, if the words we met Copter don't make sense, (laughs) this story you're about to hear makes negative sense. We tell each other this story frequently because (laughs) I think we're both like, that was real. Like you experienced that too, right? Like, so yeah. Copter fully broke us. So they had come to the doorway. They were there. Okay, let's start with Kim and Copter were actually at Hunter Village the day we were at Hunter Village. Before the interview, because they like walked through, they were doing a brand thing. Yes, yes. And then we were like, Kim and fully made eye contact with us and we're like, Oh, Kim was hardcore trolling us the whole time. Like he knew exactly what he was doing and he thought it was hilarious. Copter was like, like, must not engage. And then after the element interview, Copter comes to the doorway. We see Copter. And, and they- Kim and has already left because the Kim Cop brand deal has already ended. Like yeah, they yeah. finished their thing. So Copter's standing at the doorway and we're like, I was like, okay. I was like, we're gonna make this happen. Can I was like, no, can here's we get what a photo doesn't make sense. You? Copter was waiting for waiting us. for us. It makes no sense. I, those words, I get it, don't make sense. So so I'm like, can we take a photo with you? Oh no, wait. No, 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 no. That's being generous. What <laughs> happened was and I'm drunk enough to admit to this. Actually, I admit to this even when I wasn't, if I wasn't drinking. What happened was 
we both went. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you can? Can we like? We fully can take a picture with you. Yeah, yeah. That was the voice level, and like, the, and that, and the like, heavy breathing. Yeah, yeah. And in Hunter Village, you have like a hallway before you get to the studio we were in, and it's a dark hallway, and so we were like, "Copter, can we take a photo with you?" And we're we walk up to the door, and we're like, <laughs> we're like, we like corner them in this doorway because we're like, we're not gonna make them move, and they're the sweetest. And Copter in the whole fully world. goes. Do you guys want to go into where the light okay, is? Okay, so we start to take the picture in the hallway, and then Copter's like, uh, Copter, by the way, with the English, my, yeah. Was like, do you want to go into the studio? And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were they, like, they, they were deign to, like, make no. Copter move. I was not about to be like, hey, Copter. And their whole like reasoning, getting... they were like, the lighting, the lighting. And we and were like, like yeah. Oh. yeah fully broke broke our brains broke our brains copter wonderful and then copter like stood around and and talked to us and talked to us stan copter makes no sense it was wild they were so nice it was perfect apparently baz was also in hunter village at the time i don't want i did we never we we never saw baz and that's a really good thing because i would have dropped dead (laughs) i would have dropped dead okay and someone would have had to cart my body out of mbk (laughs) no bury me in mbk actually Bury me. I want a t shirt that says bury me in the freaking. <laughs> okay. This is why we we don't pregame serious things <laughs> because it's already chaotic. Okay. Why you played by Baz. Tanu, affectionately known as Thanos, and you'll find out why soon. Played by Dunn. Affectionately known as no one because why? Probably related to O. Pock, played by Bank, formerly known as Bank, now known as Tora. No, no. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Bank. No, no. He's Bank in the streets, Tora in the sheets. I thought we'd been over this. Go watch that. Go watch the Chris Brown take you down cover. You'll understand why. <laughs> Tong, played by <laughs> Bonus. An actual Earth Angel. Tana Deck. DC Sook. An actual Earth Angel. If I've ever the seen The love one. of my life. No one has ever stolen my heart. Quite I feel like, like bonus if Canada. this was a vlog and I could put memes over it, I would start playing that like no one compares to you song. <laughs> bonus Tana Jack, I love you. <laughs> Thanks for support. <laughs> I love him so much. You don't even understand why. Bonus, bonus genuinely might be my favorite person in life. <laughs> bonus is a really good Not person. Not true. God will, you guys, you don't even understand. Bonus is a really good person. Bonus is a really good actor. And we're going to get to that. But before yes. we get to that, before we get to the blessing that is bonus on screen. Yeah. Let's start with the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> you read this okay the first time we read the synopsis we died laughing i probably still will die laughing i think i can do it this time Yo, okay it was because last time it Said caught me off guard every time we interacted with celebrities in thailand we're like yeah 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 we got this don't got this don't got this <laughs> okay The feeling of disappointment that arose with all the characters in Gen Y the series SS1 will be solved. No, it won't. Especially the suddenly end of Pa and Wayu. 
that's actually written. <laughs> Especially the sudden ended. This, no, the suddenly ended of Pa and Wayu. That's actually me. written. Wayu decided to start to be a couple with Tanu, but it may not be easy because of the unclear relationship between Tanu and Pai. <laughs> it's still funny. It's still so funny. I feel like if you wrap this in up, it would make so much more sense. Yeah, where this, are you? At the same time. <laughs> At the same time, Mark, Mark, it's even funny the second time. At the same time, marking. It's funny. It's so funny. It's so <laughs> At the same time, marking Kit got a problem with. With distancing and timing. <laughs> and grammar. <laughs> Before they decide to call it off. IG, you need to edit. They focus on temporary separation as an option. The stupidest. That may make them know how the importance of each other. <laughs> that just ended. The importance of each other. Period. Well, that may make them know how. Um, I wonder if there's a synopsis on YouTube. I should have looked that up. Pac has tried so hard to be better for Tong, but he feels like he is just not up to Tong's expectation. Also, Tong has tried to give all the best to Pac, but he had misunderstood that Pac never wants it. While Wayu started to open up to a new relationship, a problem of Mark and Kit, a conflict of Pak and Tong. That makes sense. Makes no sense. That's it. That's the whole thing. We're not actually going to talk about how Tanu dies, but you know that that's not like a major pa. plot point. Pa. Or oh right, <laughs> that's just my hope and dream. I feel like we should start with Dunbaz. Let's start with Dunbaz. No, what I want to start with is here's the thing. I'm pretty And I will explain myself after. Hold on, hold on. Dunbaz Dunbaz was clearly supposed to be the main couple in this show because there was a whole voting for who Baz should should end end up up with. I forget who the choices were. Obviously the two, but then like I th- I feel like there was maybe neither one of them was a choice. That actually is preferable. <laughs> Truly. Um so before we get into why you and Tanu done and Baz, what I will say, and I'll explain myself later. So you're just going to have to keep watching if you want to hear the reason why I'm about to say what sounds like a crazy statement. I fast forwarded through so much of Dunbar. I think Gen Y is a good show. Genuinely, I think it's a good show. I think it is a well-rounded, well-written show. Yes. That's my statement, and I will explain myself later, so... No, go to explain yourself now, because this makes so much more sense now that you've, like, said this, and I do not, and I will not go back and rewatch season one and two, but, like, it makes total sense because, man, listen, I will commit, but I will not commit to this. 
Okay, I would do anything for God. So, but like he's not in the show enough to come. I mean, I oh, he is for me. I do love, I do love Bingfo. The very small tidbits Thank I get. God of for WhatsApp, man. Make it worth every second. Hundo P. Here's the disclaimer: is that like everybody has what they like and what they don't like about the show. And we heard this a lot about Secret Crush on You. People are like, I'm hate watching it. It's not that good. I don't like it. It's so annoying. It's very cringy. And then we both watched it and we really liked it. I liked it pretty immediately. We liked it for very yeah. different reasons. And so I would suggest, especially in BL world, especially in BL world that isn't quite evolved, like older BLs, where... It's or just any BL, quite frankly, because even BL. new BLs have those plot holes and those issues and those problems. Yeah. Give it a try. Give it a try. Everybody has their own opinions. Everybody sees something differently. Tr- I mean, tr- truly, the amount of like ship work that people watch and they're like, oh, my God, those boys are in love. Honestly, and then other people are like, I don't see it. I, I truly think that Gen Y season two is a good show. And I understand that that sounds crazy to a lot of people that watched it live. Yeah. And I think that it specifically sounds crazy to people that watched it live because there was thanks such a to God, huge, there was such a huge dis- gap. Dip gap, right? Like time jump. And so because of God. And I don't think I rewatched season one before I watched season two. And so because of God, I was on this thing of like, I need to, I need to rewatch everything he's ever been in so that I can like really have a fresh eye for like what he's done and his talent and whatever. And so I watched all of season one and then immediately started season two and watched all of season two all in a row. It was like a straight binge. I didn't even have to like wait a week for episodes to come out or anything. Right. Like I was like full on binging and I binged from ep one of season one to ep 12 of season two all in a row. And that is how you appreciate Gen Y season two. That's the trick with this show is you really do need to watch season one and season two back to back like that in order to appreciate the symmetry because there's something that happens in like the beginning of season one that they like finalize in the end of season yes. two, which is like it, the most insane so thing you've ever much heard. Symmetry and a lot of the seeds for why people act the way they act and the things that they do and the way that things go down the way they do are planted in season one. And I think that if you're not fresh off of season one, there's just no way you're going to remember that those like sort of plot devices have been introduced. And so then in that point, season two seems psychotic, which it is, but it's not, it's actually, it's a good show. It's well-written. It has, it has symmetry. It listen, I know it sounds crazy, but it's because like this actually probably should be shortened into like one thing. Mm. Probably. Okay. Here's yeah. the main reason why I think it's psychotic. And truly the the thing that I I'm so sorry. I did fast forward through most of Dunbaz because here's the thing, y'all. I swear Dun is related to somebody in Star Hunter. And they were like, give this boy some work. Well, because we're watching Superboy. If you haven't watched Superboy, you should totally watch Superboy. It's subbed. Non God be bit, y'all. Um, Nong bonus BC BC. I have his number memorized. I'm proud of myself because I love number four and yeah, Nong bonus BC bonus is wonderful. Yeah. Nong bonus BC. Also, <laughs> Nong bank be nung and Nong bank be 
song are also in. Also wonderful. Yeah. Uh, but Dunn is like randomly in the audience of Superboy. And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's definitely related to somebody in Star Hunter. And he got this role because of that. Because obviously Baz was not going to stay with his original ship. And therefore had to be reshipped. I don't know. Because honestly, I was like, what would be funnier is if they were filming Superboy. And Baz was like, that boy in the audience. Why not him? Por que no, no done? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the fact that in season one we never see Peepa. Never see Peepa. And then Peepa is revealed at the end of the end of season one, right? Well, the you very don't last see episode. him. He walks up. I swear, in the last episode, he walks up and like they reveal who his face, right? I don't think so. I think his face is his face. In no, he F1. walks up and you know it's him. Here's why. Okay. Because I because I watched these back to back, I caught a bunch of like, what do they call them? Um, Easter eggs? No, not bloopers, but like when it's like a a mistake from one scene to the next. What's that called? There's a word for it. I don't know. Okay, so what if you know that word? Please comment and tell me. Like when you see the boom in the yeah, exactly, exactly. Or if like for example, because this actually I did notice it whenever um. Bank Tora gets like the shit beat out of him in the swimming pool situation in college. His hair is soaking wet when they first beat the shit out of him, and then he stands up and his hair is dry. It's Um, coming to me. Continuity issues. Continuity issues. Yes, yes. Continuity is the word. Thank you. Um, because I watched these back to back, I noticed continuity issues that like other people may not have if you watched it live. One of the continuity issues is that the way that they shot this, the very last episode of Gen Y season one was Peepa like walking up. Yeah. His shoes are different. And you see his feet and his legs. Yeah, yeah. His socks are different. His shoes are different. His shoes are different. He's wearing different shoes. He's gotten a shoe upgrade by they got, season two. They got that Talcanoi money. Mag- Talcanoi sponsored the first season too. Oh, that's right. You said yeah. that. Um, <laughs> there was an additional. We still got the jelly. We still got the Talcanoi. I feel like they added some sponsors to season two. I think they just added that or, like or cop money. Or more know. people were eating Talcanoi. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Talcanoi potentially increased their sponsorship. I don't know. Or more people ate that jelly. We could not find that jelly in Thailand. No, 7-Eleven hit me up. Anyways, um because that's where it was supposed to be. You're supposed to be able to get it at 7-Eleven. <laughs> And I looked at every 7-Eleven I went to. So much at 7-Eleven. Yeah. Anyways, so his shoes change. So the way season two starts, season one ends with like you see his shoes and his feet, and then it goes to Baz, and Baz goes, Peepa. And then and then season one, because season one starts with the repeat of the finale of season season two. two. Yeah. Yeah, Season two. Well, no, season two starts with the repeat of season one. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, and so Instead of just seeing up to his knees, we go all the way up and you see his face. And Played by big, big, who is an excellent actor. Sweet, sweet man plays that boy who never gets the boy. Never gets the boy. In all the shows. Go watch My Matchmate. Watch Big Dragon. He's also not going to get the boy in Big Dragon. Spoiler. I don't know if you heard, but like Moss and Vinger kind of shipped a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so... So so begins the thruple that is Peepa, Wayu, and Thanu. No, listen. However, calling it a thruple is being far too generous. Peepa's and- on his deathbed. 
And he, he will dying. die. Peepa dies in this show. He dies. And then Yu and Thanu go take a beach frolic. No, no. It's a which... beach celebration of life. Thank you. <laughs> which they wear t-shirts that say. Life goes on. Love goes on. <laughs> Why? I Honestly, that, that is the first cold time and being like blooded. Life goes on. Love goes on. That's cold blooded. That's cold. The man has just no, no, died. No. no, you know what's cold blooded is the fact that at the end, Thanu and Yu go to Peepaw's gravesite and Yu gives back his frog prints and is like, bye, I'm gonna go bang Thanos. What's <laughs> wild? Okay, honestly, okay. okay. And then Thanu goes all out with his like promposal of a boyfriend confession and is like, bim bang 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 Shut up, or no, he says, Bimfinga Pina. Bimfinga Pina. And like this whole thing says. falls down, which is so funny to me because like I can't imagine any college boy, no matter where you are, what you're doing. Like, I cannot imagine. Nah. First of all, boys are super emotional. Second of all, college boys, especially nowadays, are extra as hell. Yeah, but I can't imagine like. Okay, in college, you have, like, fraternities and sororities. Like, the sororities do this, right? Where, like, right. when you reveal, like, you're big and you're little, like, this is what happens. But I – fraternities are, like, <laughs> let's just get each other drunk and, like – what are they even called in fraternities? Do they have big and little? Like, they just – they're brothers. You have they're pledge brothers, yeah. But, yeah, there's no, like, big little family line, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't imagine, I mean, like, truly, bare minimum. I can't imagine a boy pulling, like, setting up, true. I mean, truly, the the boyfriend proposals in the show are incredible. Although, we're also talking about a man who, it's been revealed, he was the original one that saved YU. So, it re- they reveal in season two oh, yeah. that, like, Peepaw isn't actually the one that saves YU. No, they reveal it in season one. Uh- Oh, yeah. yeah, at the end of season one. Yeah, that Peepaw isn't the one that's he, actually like, saved Wayu. To... Right, he carries him to the infirmary because Wayu is a delicate little <laughs> snowflake. Truly, put this, him on the pedestal with PP Crit and Gun Adam. Soft little like angel. Yes, um, which is so he's fainted. He's fainted yes. from the heat. Sure, sure. I mean, it's hot in Thailand. He's fainted. And do you think if I faint in Thailand? <laughs> wait, no, but I don't want Dunn to show up. Okay, I don't want to faint in Thailand if that's what happens. Um, <laughs> Whoever you're shipped with shows up. Who so Gad. Who are you shipped with? God. So Gad. Actually, one time somebody wrote that they shipped me with war in one of our question boxes. I'm like, yes. 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 Yes and amen. <laughs> yes. Anyways. <laughs> um, so we are talking about a boy who, like, runs up and dramatically carries someone to the infirmary. And then when he has to leave, he's like, please take care of Nong. Right? So, like, that's also Truly, the person the f- we're talking about here. Also, the fact that Thanu commits to his best... I mean, listen. Thanu... Thanu does the most. First of all, it's revealed that... <laughs> Padbock is in love with Thanu. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's revealed. I don't even care. I don't care that he never said the words. He is fully. Yeah, these yeah, yeah. two are Way so chemistry. in love. These two are so in love. Yeah. And yes, Junior and Dunn. So you watch the whole freaking. Hold series. on, hold on. This is what you realize at the end of this show. 
is that Thanos says the least, but does the most, right? He is he is trying to defeat destiny by not right, ending right. up with screw you fate. Pie, uh, uh Nong Pi. 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 You also have him committing to taking care of YU because of Peepa. Right, because Peepa's dying. He also didn't go to jail. As, wait, for does that make YU like his god like his god boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what's happened? Like, was he willed to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to know who I'm willed In to. his last will and testament, people was like... Y'all, that would make so my life so much easier for me if somebody just was like, take care of her. Listen, I'd go for an arranged marriage at this point. Um... <laughs> uh, then you have Padbog, who he fully... Almost went to jail for, but sure. okay. So it's revealed that like Padbock would Listen, have gone to Junior jail. Is pretty cute. Like I, I wouldn't go to jail for Junior. Junior's cute. You don't think Junior's cute? No. Oh, interesting. I think Junior's cute. Not even a little bit. Really? Listen, maybe I'll be convinced during his little boxing BL that he's right. in. I mean, I've also watched so much ship work that he and Gad did right. because Junior and Gad were shipped. Yeah. Momentarily. Um, so he was gonna the funniest part of that reveal of like, so you find out right, because Padbok and why you have and Thanu have been fighting right. throughout both the seasons. Whole yes. And finally it comes to a head, what in episode eleven or twelve of it's episode twelve season, of season two, two. And you have this moment where it's finally revealed that like Thanu took the fall for Padbok because Padbok had been in trouble before. And if he didn't take the fall, he would have gotten like Expelled. kicked out of school. Yeah. And Thanu was like, I just got suspended for a year. It's fine. So he went to the police, but he didn't tell Padbok that he was going to go to the right. police to Padbuk take the just fall. Thought he, he abandoned him. Yes. And so this confrontation, it happens in the last step. And it's truly, this is when, okay, first of all, I watched this entire series. Like I pretty much like, Back to back to back to back to yeah. this this situation. And like the whole time I'm watching it and I'm like, Dunbaz just aren't it for me. And I'm trying yeah. to figure out why, right? Like the whole time I'm like, listen, I love Baz with like my whole heart and soul. Dun daddy. And Dunn never did anything to me. Dun right. Daddy. Like Dunn, like Dunn was like fine. He's fine. There's daddy nothing Dun. wrong with it. No, Daddy Jew is what it no, is. No, I know, but like a ship name for Junior and Dunn would be like Daddy Dunn. <laughs> um so i'm trying to figure it out and then i realize it's the chemistry yeah those two have no like there's nothing in no me chemistry. that believes that like yeah. why you actually wants to date thanos and when tanu and June, not junior, um, Padbook <laughs> are having this fight. This, like, right. when it's like being revealed, like what all went yeah. down. That was the only time I was like, okay. And then they kiss. have this group hug, and it's the most precious thing you've ever seen. I fully in that moment was like, okay, but like maybe now kiss. And I realized it's because those two, Tanu and Padbook, are fully in love with each other, and they just refuse to admit it because yeah. here's why G Padbook is like, you were the friend that I loved the most and this betrayal really hurt me Boys and I so couldn't emotional. imagine even 
fathoming like somebody betraying me this way and especially because of what you mean to me <laughs> and like he's going through all of this and then Tanu is like I went to the police for you and I essentially like essentially he's like I laid down my life for you and I didn't want you to feel guilty because yeah. it was something that I had to do for you like I don't know maybe y'all should try to kiss and just like see what happens <laughs> like they're friends. Maybe they don't want to kiss. If Maybe. they were signed to GMMTV, they would they would fully be like, yeah, 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 let's do the thing. Yeah. Um, truly, truly, Thanu takes friendship to the next level with literally. Everyone. I mean, yeah, he got Will the boy, and he was like, yeah, this makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Oh, I, I I just I can't get behind any of it honestly with Dundas the show that made me not care about a beach relic okay again it was a beach celebration of life <laughs> I couldn't I fast forwarded through that pool scene okay I've never here's, fast forwarded through a pool scene and I fast forwarded through the pool here's scene. here's why ultimately though I think that I could not be in it for Dunbaz aka YU Tanu think? and YU yeah yeah is because, and again, I was trying to figure out why. I was like, okay, what's my problem with this? Like, why, what's the issue here? And I'm thinking back through, like, okay, why do I love Baz, right? Like, why do I like this character? Right. And I remembered that in Two Moons, again, these are, like, different stories. Um, <laughs> Go rewatch season one of Gen Y, or season, our season one Gen Y series Sunday. Yeah. We explain. Um. I remember in Two Moons, I watched that show and I hated Peepa, but I liked Yo. <laughs> He's Yo in Two Moons. Of course. Enough. And I I just wanted Yo to have what he wanted. And throughout all of Two yeah. Moons, he was so sure of like, this is yeah. the person that I love and this is the person that I want and this is who I want to be with. And I and he loved him for so many reasons. But in the so show, long. he was like, meh. But in, in Gen Y, specifically in season two, the whole time he's kind of just like on the fence about whether or not he likes he even likes Tanu or not, right? And like I think because that he's ultimately, kept in the dark so long about about what's Peepa's. going on with Tanu with Peepa. And I think that ultimately he was gaslit into thinking that he loved Tanu because I think that Yu has a lot of trauma, a lot of unresolved issues yeah. because his boyfriend abandoned him. And then when his boyfriend showed back up, he was dying. And then he literally watched him die. He was in the room yeah. sitting next to him when he died out of control. And so like, truly I feel like him dating tanu is a trauma response and therefore like no. i i cannot get behind uh, like i want better for yu because i like yeah. yu so much because baz makes me like characters so much that like i want just like whatever it is that they want for themselves mm -hmm. and i don't think he actually wants this for himself no. and so that's why i'm not down with with this whole tanu yu situation also mm -hmm. like they have a weird ship name like tanu <laughs> why why new why i mean new? if it was why you it just proves that baz should just be shipped with himself always <laughs> because True. honestly in season one when you don't see any of the boys and it's just like baz baz being why you okay that leads us into the next thing which is kim cop which mark and why relationship is what's missing from season two because mm. mark and why you are truly the sweetest of friends in season one and you have mark going through it 
over Kit the in, the whole second season, right. but not in a fun way. Like he's going over going through it over Kit in season one. I don't know. Honestly, I think we had two very different experiences yes, with Mark and Kit. Season two, Mark and Kit are boyfriends. They're living together. They are. We rarely get boyfriends in BL, right? right? Like it's truly all of the lead up to boyfriends, and then you have the season. We have the ep eleven, and then you have finally in ep twelve. We get like maybe a few minutes of boyfriends, right? And so yeah. I was excited and hopeful for boyfriends in season two, and then you get this weird, still cat and mouse of boyfriends in season two and see, i'm like we're I not didn't, cat and mouse i didn't see it as cat and mouse i saw it as like it's just the dynamic of their relationship first of all and then second of all i i thought that their drama with this whole like we're gonna be physically apart i was like okay first of all you guys are idiots yeah we're test but I was we're like, like practicing for long distance by being long distance where we actually thing. have to be long distance this is they're, the dumbest thing you've ever said they're 20 heard. they're 20 year old boys like i was like who if you think about it and you're like okay who would actually <laughs> dream this ridiculousness up yes. a 20 year old boy children so it actually makes sense because even though these actors are much older than this right the characters, their characters are 20 year old boys and so like yeah who would dream up this whole like this is how we have to do things i will an say emotional 20 year old boy like the fact that they haven't banged and it's very hard for you to like been living together because first of all, teen boys, <laughs> second of all, teen gay boys, third of all, it's very, very sweet because they're so wholesome. And there's a moment where Mark and Kit are sitting on the couch and they're having a conversation about something. I don't remember, mm -hmm. but Mark basically Kit is throwing himself at Mark and Mark is like, wait, are you doing this because you want to pamper me? And, and Kit goes, who else should I pamper except for you? Right. And Mark is like, no, no, no. I want, I want our first time to be, I want you to want me as much as I want you. But also, and again, it's a very sweet moment. So then when they do actually bang one out, there's a sweet moment where he's like, oh my God, you finally want me as okay. much as I want you. I don't know that I would say it's a sweet moment. It gave me, why are you PTSD? And I fully had to like walk away. I was like, I can't do this. Um, because the, the, the line is, you long for me as much as I long for you. And I was like, I oh, go. the translation I was that like, I got Bye. was different. The translation. I watched it on iChee though. And you watched yes. it on YouTube. I watched different it on YouTube. Subs. Yes. So the the translation I got because I wrote it down because I was like, this is. A I was going to say, yeah, line. I texted it word for word to you earlier. So the the I Chi translation. He goes, "Finally, you long for me as I long for you." Yeah, that's what I said. The long, the longing. That's what I just said. Yeah, but like you long for is me. Different. I feel like yearning is like more sexual. Longing is they're like both, lovers who no, are like they're long both lost. the worst. No, they're both terrible. I and do I love can't. Mark's line of Pekit, do you wish to do it here on the bed? <laughs> and then he says, Aren't you stating the obvious? <gasps> Honestly, I can't. I can't. I hated that. I hated so much of everything. Uh, as the soft stand, I'm almost never in it for the spice. It just yeah. like it may it I I, listen, that's just my experience. Everybody has a different experience. Everybody like. However, Copter gives his performance of a lifetime when when 
Peepaw dies. Well, but also here's the other thing is like you went into it. The reason we had such different experiences mm-hmm. with the Mark Kit relationship mm-hmm. is because you went into it really wanting something specific, I think, for Kim Cop. Yeah. And I didn't because I love Kim Cop, but I didn't necessarily like need or want something from I want like, a character development. A, we got a, zero a character Mark development Kit relationship, but right. also I think because your experience with it was watching it live, there was such a big time gap. Is yeah. In your mind, you were like, they've been boyfriends for three years. Because you keep saying that. You're like, it's been three years. It's been three years. And yeah. I kept having to be like, it hasn't. They it's moved been like in together months, like a semester a ago. Year. Not even a year. Like a semester ago. Right. So like, they actually haven't really been together that long, like officially. Right. And they also haven't been living together that long. I think I really liked them in Close Friends and their I felt like their chemistry was better in Close Friends than it was in Gen Y season two. See, I think they have a really nice I really like their chemistry together. I believe them. I thought that their like bed scene was really well done. Besides that, like you long for me thing. I was like, <laughs> I yeah, I just feel like maybe their storyline was lacking. I'm excited. They have a new show coming. I am super pumped. I will support Kim and Cop. Kim and Copter in literally everything they do. So the thing that did piss me off about their storyline is like, I feel like I just had less expectations for them. Like I Mm -hmm. didn't put so much on them. Yeah. Like I wasn't expecting them to carry the show at all because for me, I went into it being like, I'm just here to look at God. Like that's why I'm here. And everything else is like a fun extra. (laughs) Um, There's so so much to this show. Yeah. But like what did piss me off about Kim cop say he didn't even get the goddamn scholarship (laughs) they were like let's be long distance to practice for long distance but we're not actually gonna and also he hadn't even applied for the scholarship yet and then he didn't even get it because here's the thing their little long distance relate their little long distance experiment thing actually did achieve what it was supposed to they became a stronger couple Mm -hmm. they right like they worked through a lot of their like issues with each other and the way that they treated each other they understood each other better it served the purpose it was supposed to serve right and then when kit didn't get the scholarship instead of being sad which should have been the correct response right like he put so much work into this uh application he had been studying so hard like his entire school career right? right it's set up all the way even through season one he got a letter of recommendation that he didn't turn in because he like wanted to get it of his own merit. Like baby boo, that's not the way the world works, but whatever. Um, I literally got into college. We didn't have to write essays to get into college for my university. You got in via your transcript and a letter of recommendation. So like (laughs) he, whatever, like worked really hard to get the scholarship and like this was his dream. And instead of being sad, he was like, oh my God, this means I get to stay with you. And I was like, that literally defeats the purpose of all of this agony you guys just went through, of all of this work you just did as a couple. You've just defeated the purpose by being like, I'm so excited. I get to stay with you. And like, because basically what he's done at that point is give up on his dream, right? He's like, oh, it doesn't even matter. When like, it should have still mattered to him. Yeah. Because here's it, like, I... I think that in relationships, all relationships, like not just romantic relationships, mm-hmm. but honestly, probably especially romantic relationships, you need to have something in your life outside of that relationship. Yeah. Otherwise, I think 
in my own personal life and my own personal approach to it, I think that makes that relationship hollow. If it's the only thing, if there's nothing else, because at that point you're not choosing it at that point, it's your only option. Yeah, totally. So like you're not choosing to devote your time and your energy and your emotion to it be- because at that point it's your only choice. You don't have a choice at that right. point. It's your only outlet yeah. versus if you have a well-rounded life right if you have like this is why you interests. can have war and sia and now God, and you choose each one of them yeah. through a season through a season and like i'm on video 158 of 162 <laughs> playlists on youtube of god's ig lives meanwhile bonus is the only one for me so like yeah i like i just i felt like it destroyed all all in any development that they had and that pissed me off that makes so much sense yeah i think mark kit but otherwise honestly i did think they were cute i thought they were really sweet i thought that like because i do i know that kim cup stands were really really like looking forward to this mm. and i get it right because they have such sweet chemistry listen we got another show that's all that matters yeah and like i also go watch close friend because close friend is actually really good season two of close friend is really good yeah. like kim cop have a really fun relationship in that show i still haven't watched the last episode but which apparently dunbass makes an appearance and apparently season three of a close friend is going to be done by us, which is no. really funny. I know. Highly recommend close friend. Own fluke and Kim cop truly the foursome that like you didn't think makes sense, but like they're really fun friends. Mm. They're cool. Okay. So yeah, Kim cop in the show. I was so annoyed by, but like I enjoyed watching Kim and copter act their butts off. I thought it was sweet. I thought the thing. I did think that the way that they shot the like meteorite thing was really cool. I was like, ooh, because so the way they shot the meteorite thing is that you think they're actually face to face and then it's revealed that they're doing it via FaceTime. And it's just like it's so sweet because it shows you like what could have been. I almost cried when I when like the scene changes and you realize that it's Kit holding the phone instead of them actually being face to face. I was like, oh, first of all, like that's genius filmmaking. And second of all, it like it really tugged at my heartstrings and it made me sort of like it made me I feel like feel the way they were feeling. Yeah. Like for each other and missing each other and like hoping. And it it made me like more sad for them. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of filmmaking, the balcony scene with Bankbo totally now makes sense that the la cuisine director directed this because oh, right. the light effect the yeah the, the shooting style theme. of it is so similar so similar okay let's talk about good old pock tom uh, you know what good old bank if you had asked me to talk about this couple if, and i had only seen season one and i had never met bonus i would be like i don't want to talk about this yes but i've now seen season two also, bonus is an earth angel, an earth angel, Y'all. an angel among men, an angel walking the face of this earth that we have been graced with. I I somehow worked up the courage to ask for a photo with him. And 
It's a moment that like I don't know how I achieved. Honestly, I feel like bonus is my bestie. I heart you, bonus. I love so, bonus so much. Here, here's the deal. Because we interviewed Element, it really like because I had like met Bonus and quite frankly, just like I had asked him and heard his answer about like acting mm-hmm. before I watched this season. It really gave me a different perspective of him and of Tora and of Tora God. and Bonus act their butts off. Oh my God. I remember, I do remember thinking in season one that like those two boys are phenomenal actors, but it wasn't until yeah. we had interviewed them, go watch our interview. And they told us that like, they had never, and it was Tora who answered this question. And he said, none right. of us ever intended to be actors. He right. was like, we all came into this wanting to be singers, wanting to be dancers, idols. wanting to be yeah. idols. He was like, the acting thing happened because of COVID. We couldn't launch a boy group during COVID. It wasn't going to work. The promotions we needed to do, right? Like all the stuff that you have to do to make like a boy group work wasn't going to happen or work during COVID. So they started acting. And knowing that, going into that, going into season, like Gen Y season two with that framing. Wild. It really made me realize how incredibly talented both these boys are and god too like because here's the thing is and that, bank tanity which we will get to later yeah. oh my god bankbo's storyline is insane like truly it's aggressive it's dramatic, problematic it's, problematic. it's toxic it's everything but these boys act it in such a way that like you are full i'm fully invested into what's going on and i want these boys to work it out and truly like oh i don't want them to work it out i think that pock is <sighs> literally the worst person on the face of this earth and tong or like <laughs> yeah he deserves so but much truly, better but the moment that like you know they've had this like momentary sweetness at the beginning of season two and then pock finds out that Tong has done all this stuff where he's yes. like switched, switched their the scores and done all this, done all these things. And so they haven't had their first kiss yet. No. Which, Pac by the like, way, okay. Let's hate bang one out again because no, no, no. It's not a hate bang. Here's the An thing. Anger it's bang. N- like what it is, quite frankly, is like sexual intimidation like no it it's is problematic like maybe the sex is good enough that like i can ignore the no, fact that i hate you no it's him using sex as a weapon it's him being like i'm gonna use this to punish you because i'm mad at you and like this is not gonna be a sweet because if you notice the two times he does it he does it once in season mm-hmm. one and he does it again in season yeah. two if you watch and again all of these boys are phenomenal actors and it's just so much more impressive knowing mm-hmm. that they didn't go into this like studying acting, wanting to be actors. Like mm-hmm. I am truly blown away by their talent. And all of them are so talented, especially like Tanity, Tora, Bonus, Gad, all of them in mm-hmm. very different ways, but like truly a league above anyone in this world quite frankly Mm -hmm. and not just those but but like everyone is bonus Mm -hmm. because you see the difference between their intimate moments when like at the beginning of season two Mm -hmm. right when it's like very much like a give and take versus just a take yeah you 
see it in him. You see it on his face. You see it in his eyes. Right. And so at that point, it's not a give and take. It's a take. It's right. a take, take, take. And it's an act. It's an act of violence. It is. Pac is a textbook abuser. So what happens is, is he uses sex as a weapon two times, once in season one and once in season two right. that we see. And then he does very textbook abusive things like after the one that happens in season one, he's like, but baby, I love you. Don't go anywhere. I see all these bruises on you. It's because I love you so much. (laughs) Like that is textbook abusive behavior. It shouldn't be romanticized. That's not an okay thing. And then he he totally goes the other way in season two where he's like, you need to leave. Right. So in season two, he does the opposite where, again, it's textbook abusive behavior yeah. where he goes, He's you like, deserve this. You deserve this because you wronged me. Yeah. I did this to you because you wronged me. This is your fault. Textbook abusive behavior. Yeah. This is your fault. Right. Where he like and I, I, th- I think Pac is a terrible person. I do appreciate that. Like they do have a separation in that moment where where Tong's character Tong fully goes like I love you I hope this like I'm giving you my first kiss because I want to genuinely tell you I love you but then he does leave which is which is like props to to Tong that he like fully leaves the situation and is like okay you've found out that like I did all these things and that I switched the scores and like you're going through it over something so like I'm not a part of it because like that's your own issue and your own problem. And so he's like, you're going to have to figure that out on your own. Well, no, that's actually not the way he approaches it. He's like really upset about it. And the medals in his life forever. And then like hovers over him and like still protects him and all this stuff. Truly. But like from a distance, he, he leaves because after like that kiss, which again, that balcony scene is really powerful and very well acted, particularly by bonus. Tora does an excellent job. Yeah. But Bonus is just so incredibly talented. Like, I'm Bonus is a really inspiring just human being, honestly. Yeah. Like, Bonus He's is incredible. Bonus is very inspiring, especially if, like, if you watch Superboy and then you watch, like, if you watch all of the things that, like, Bonus has done in the way that he, like, conducts himself and carries yeah. himself and just the way that he is, like, he's cool. Bonus is a very cool, inspiring person. Like, but the way that he bonus plays is this, pretty great. And the way that he plays this character is perfect. But so what happens on that balcony scene is he get they kiss, right? It's yeah. and it's his first kiss, and it's really meaningful Tong to their relationship. Him. They don't right. kiss technically. Right, right. Tong kisses him and Puck does not kiss him back. But like that's very meaningful, right? And it's been building up since season one. And then Polk still says, you need to leave. So that's why he leaves. He doesn't do it of his own accord. He's not like, oh, this is because you need time to work it out for yourself. No. He leaves because Puck has chased him away. And then he tries to continue to take care of Puck until Puck has this confrontation with him after the whole, like, bullying incident. And he's like, you need to stay out. He's like, stay away from me. Stay out of my business. Don't talk to me. Don't be involved in my life. And then he takes the step back. Right. And then we have the final poolside scene which is very sweet and another dramatic over the top will you be my boyfriend i sweet it makes me sad that they ended up together truly pock and tong are so problematic i understand but bank bo this is why we have what's that man this is why i really loved what's that man and this is why i screamed like watch what's that man because 
it redeems Bankbo and like everything. The chemistry these two have together is off the charts and, and it's they so both give... subtle it's uh, like understated yeah. it's not like it's not this forced chemistry of like we're touching each other and we're all over each other no, no, it's no. literally like we look at each other across the room and like i'm convinced they want to bang i like hundo p these two truly and i will say okay I think Pac's a bad person. I think Pac should not be romanticized. I think anything and everything yeah. Pac does is actually very, very problematic and bad and toxic. Yeah. Not a good person. No. Not a good relationship to romanticize. Not even a little bit. Bank and Bonus are phenomenal actors yeah. because I hate, I hate Pac. And I think that's the right feeling to feel yeah. based on this character. And I think that this whole like first kiss situation, the way that it's carried from season one to season two. And this is why I say, I really think with Gen Y, you need to watch it back to back. You need mm -hmm. to go, you need to like do a yeah. binge is because like the symmetry of all of that, the whole, like him not kissing him back doesn't have the same weight as it would have. If you didn't watch season one in that locker scene wasn't fresh in your mind because well, and truly the fact that like yeah him not kissing him back is like this isn't an emotional attachment this is me being like Pac being like I'm an asshole and I'm treating you like your shit and like I'm I'm doing this is like the most like problematic thing and so when if he at any point put his emotion into it he probably wouldn't be able to do the things that he did because I think he genuinely does care for him but he's like no this is about me this is about how you've wronged me <laughs> I mean truly pockets beaten up pocket here's the thing pocket is super selfish he also like he uses sex as a weapon which is not okay he uses sexual intimidation as a weapon as well right you see that in season one a lot which again like that alone makes him a bad person right. but it his hairline trigger attitude and temper like he literally sprints across campus to punch bank tanateep in the face at one point i mean sandy is like, psychotic um no i we will get to sandy but actually no yes this leads us into sandy so sandy is a fascinating character because truly you and i had very different experiences with sandy where i was like Sandy needs to find himself Again, a man. With Sandy specifically, you have to watch season one to season two straight through yeah. because Sandy actually is the most well-rounded character in this whole show. He is the most well-written character in the show. And aside from Tong, because Bonus is just that talented, the most well-acted character in this show. Yeah, because fully. he's fully psychotic. No, he's not. He's just going through something. I know. you said He's that. just going through something. Okay, here's why he's just going through something. Here's why. First of all, let me say, this is not colored by my love of Bang Tanateep. He is wonderful. Bang Tanateep is an angel sent from heaven. <laughs> Bang Tanateep is such a sweet boy. He is so nice to the point where, like, I walked into that element interview thinking that Bang Tora was, like, my guy. Because, like, remember, I had, like, yeah. I had Tiki Taka at all the Taz. Yes. And I had watched all the Tiki Taka Taka content. I had watched the chris brown take me down cover oh my god and i, I was got like, taken down bank torah bank torah is my guy so i walked into this element interview thinking my element is fire but <laughs> i walked in thinking 
That's what I walked Truly. in thinking. And then we should have switched shirts. We should have. <laughs> Could have, would have, should have. Except I ended up with like a buzz shirt accidentally because like no- nothing in Thailand is red. Anyways, true. Um. And then I actually spoke to Bing Tanateep and I just like it hit me when I sat down and I looked at him. I like all of my emotions about the moment I need you came flooding yeah. back to me because I genuinely think the moment I need you and the moment since are the best star hunter productions period done. Mm. Like I, I think they're so well made. I think they're so well acted. I think that like they're beautiful. I yeah. think they're well written and all of my emotions about, about like that show and that character came back to me and then like he was he was so nice and he like remembered little details about again bare minimum he like remembered things like men doing the bare minimum he remembered something but like he was an angel he remembered little things he was really sweet like he was so fun like he had such a good attitude like and a nice vibe and i got tanned deeped I watched into that interview thinking that Bank Tora was the one for me, and I walked out realizing Bank Tanateep. Gen was... Y season two, the psycho that is Sandy. So what I want to say is this is not actually colored by my love of Bank Tanateep, who I think is such a good boy and such an angel sent from heaven. That being said, this is actually not colored by that. Sandy is the most well-written, well-rounded, and well-acted character in Gen Y, period, because Sandy's character development is so subtle and it's so true to life yeah. because people do not transform from one episode to the next. No. People don't transform in a semester of school. People right. don't, tra- right? Like you have to go through life and learn lessons and you have right. to grow and mature in yeah, order yeah. to become a better person and a different person. And that is what happens with Sandy. And this is this is why I think that like he's actually the most well-written character because his character development you have to watch it from season from ep 1 of season 1 right. all the way through ep 12 of season 2 because you know going into it for the most part that like Bang Pon like Pon is You know that's already established who he's going right. to end up with which is wild because throughout season 1 you're like there's no indication like Pi is with like is being connected to Thanu for some reason. Like it's the most far-reaching thing. And so going into season two, all Sandy cares about is connecting wa- uh Pi and Thanu, which makes no sense. You're like, it why does. is this no, it makes boy per- so obsessed with it these makes two? Perfect sense. You're like, if you watch it back to back with season own one, life, love life, and. But that's the point. Sandy has been in love with Pi since season one. And you see it subtly. Well, I've been in love with Sandy the whole time, so it's fine. Um, Sandy, you see it in subtle ways in season one. And you see him when they start the project. So it's established in season one that, like, they're little besties. Out of the group of four of the little high school Mm -hmm. babies – those two are like the little besties, right? Mm-hmm. In the group, right? Yeah. Like they have like a special connection. And when they start the project in season one, the like, what does love mean to you project? Right. You what? Like you, and you don't realize it. And that's what's so cool and subtle about Sandy and so <laughs> cool about being Tanatiba as an actor is that like 
it's so subtle, but you watch him have his gay fall in, yeah like fall in love yeah. with Kai like he realizes and you watch him kind of like and so he try spends to all season one and season two avoiding the fact that he's in love with his best friend yeah so you watch him skirt the line with Pi, where he's like well, what does love mean to you and blah blah right and yeah. all this stuff and he's like trying to figure out and like he just can't reconcile the fact that he's into this point not necessarily that he loves him but that he's like having these feelings for his friend. Right. And he just like, he can't figure it out. And, and so what happens is, and Pi gives him subtle, like pushes and hints because at the end of season one, he is like, I get to choose my own destiny. Right. right. Like he changed all the answers in that little bucket. And he's like, look, you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. And, but so he very much Sandy it, they also established in season one because of who he is just as a person. He's very much like an eye for an eye kind of person. Like yeah. he's very black and white just of justice, right? right? Very much like there is black, there is white, there is no gray, there is no in the middle. His like psycho like serial killer note about the scores in season one is the funniest thing where you're like, what is this? Like this, this makes sense why in season two, everybody confessed to their boyfriends and this most elaborate thing, because in season one, instead of being like, Hey, I know you said the scores. He's like, let me give you a serial killer note where I've cut out letters of magazines. So here, here's what I think personally. I don't know. I haven't talked to the writer, the director, like, yeah. right? like, but what I think is that he is very much like an eye for an eye, like justice is black or white kind of person. But he wants the people around him to like get to that conclusion on their own. And it frustrates him when they don't. And mm. so then he tries to push them in that direction mm -hmm. because he wants them to figure it out on their own. And then when they don't, like he gets annoyed and he's like, well, okay, you need to figure it out. And that's mm -hmm. why like he does the things with the notes or like in season two where he like, fakes the stomach ache so he can try and lure Yu to the hospital to find out Peepaw is there, mm -hmm. right? Like, all of this stuff is, like... But the point is, they establish this in season one is that, like, this is who he is as a person. I don't necessarily think he wants them to figure it out on his on their own. I think he, th he knows what he wants them to figure out, and he's like, I'm gonna get you to that point. Well, but that's what I mean, is, like, instead of just, Not like, on their own. You're, well, but you're, like... You're like, why doesn't he just tell them flat out is because like he wants them to realize it. Right. Like, But I think he wants them to realize what he realized. Right. Like he doesn't want them to figure it out on their own. He's like, I have a conclusion for you. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is he wants them to figure it out on their own because he's he sees right. something. His and conclusion. He, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, I know that Pi is supposed to end up with Thanu and I'm going to get him to that point, but so whether or not he wants it or not. Well, but here's what's happened is it's not about he doesn't realize or think about it in that way is what he sees. Because, again, they establish that like he's yeah. a black or white eye for an eye, justice kind of person is that like he's talking to this person that he realizes he that he's into, but he can't yeah. reconcile that he's into this person, but that he knows he like. He loves this person because that's his best friend, right? Mm -hmm. But like he, these feelings, like he can't. And he's get doing there. everything he can to avoid but, that, right? But at the same time, thing. he feels like, like he does the thing, like we do, like any normal person does for the person that you love. Is he does anything and everything that he can do to 
get justice for this person that he loves that he feels has been wrong. Mm. And so what he feels is that because Pi has told him about this like destiny situation, um, he what he thinks is that Wayu has stolen Tanu from right. him and that Wayu has stolen Pi's destiny and that Wayu has essentially stolen Pi's future. Right. And to him, he's like, that's not okay. This person deserves the world. I would do anything. Kind of like we were talking about Pad Book and Danu who clearly deserve each other. Yes. Right? Like, he's like, I will do anything to make sure this person gets the thing that he's meant to have. Yeah. Right? Just like how I suffered through watching all of Gen Y season one and two for God. Because, like, I would do anything for him because it's true love. Yes, it's destiny. It'll never happen. (laughs) So... Uh, he he listen what were his actions like normal or correct or positive no 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 but he was just going through something and the great thing about sandy is that he goes through it oh he goes through it and he does it in the worst way and the wrong way and then Part of the reason that he ends up meddling in everybody's business, his yeah. nose is in everyone's business, is because he can't be in his own business. True. He can't handle being in his own business. And so he's like, I'm going to go fuck around in everybody else's business. And you can tell he very much has this, like, it's not about punishing other people. It's almost about punishing himself. Yeah, it's about avoiding his own issues and his own life because Because, that's literally anybody in real life if somebody in your life is so focused on you and what's going on in your life right like you see this with parents who are so concerned about like their what's right for their children and what they want for their children it's because like they're living vicariously through you or they think they know what's best for you in your life and they're like let me tell you what you should do right and like it's almost a punishment for himself as well because like I think it's you just can avoidance. Tell, I don't know if it's punishment well, because, like, he's not. I feel like, no. Okay, here's why I say I think it's like almost even a punishment other than for Pi, himself. Like ending up with somebody else. Like none of the other relationships, like the Pock Tong, because like his main focus a lot is Pock Tong. Okay, because first of all, again, he's a very black or white justice kind of thing, and he sees these people in a relationship, and he's like, "You're lying to him." And he's like, that's not okay because this is my friend group. And like, again, he's are his actions justified? No. (laughs) But this is just how he reacts to the world. And the other reason I say that like, it's almost like a punishment. Like he understands what he's doing is wrong and bad. And that like, he should be punished for it. But he still feels like he should do it. Like for the justice of his Mm, friends. Is because when Pac sprints across campus to go punch him in the face he's like keep hitting me this is your justice right like yeah because it's been pointed because it's been pointed out to him that like Pac actually didn't know about the whole thing it was all tong and he didn't know that in the beginning so in season one when Pac gets beat up he didn't actually know that he thought Pac was involved it was sandy who sent the guys to beat him up yeah and he thought Pac was involved. That's right. why Sandy sent the guys to peep Pac up. Yeah. Is he thought he was involved in the whole switch. And then he found out later because Tong was like, why did you do that? He had no idea. He was yeah. like, I didn't know. He was like, I thought you guys worked together. And so then when Pac sprints across campus to punch him in the face, he's like, yeah, I deserve this. Like he fully tells him like, I deserve for you to hit me in the face. Like I did something wrong. Yeah. And that just shows how 
much of like a justice is black or white kind of guy is that he's like, yeah, yeah, I did something wrong. Like you should punch me in the face. Like you should physically hurt right. me for my wrongdoings. Right. And so like, it's almost, and he also goes to the extent of like, I'm going to get justice at the expense of like myself and my own, like he even says like once they're in the whole play situation that like, Pi is the only one that treats him as like he has no friends right. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like all of this stuff. And like, but he's okay with that because he's done it all for like the greater good, for like the justice of it all, which <laughs> yeah, again yeah. is like unhinged. Yes. But he's just going through something because it's in these moments that then you can see he fully accepts that, like, okay. I he like he accepts he's like, yeah, I like Pi. He's like, I like Pi, and he accepts it, and he, like, listens to Pi, and he sees the way that Pi treats him, and he has these conversations with Pi about Pak and Tong and about, like, his actions and about everything, and I think that for him, having that, like, softness of Pi, of being, like, you did wrong, but it's okay that you did wrong, I think that, like, really colors and changes his worldview of this, like, black and white. I think that... I think that Pi brings in shades of gray, which is something he's never experienced before. And he's like, all of a sudden has this new view about like how things can be and happen. And then he goes around and he like, he, again, he's so well-rounded and he fixes everything that he did wrong. Tanateep is the only actor that could bring such like softness and like, like he goes so hard like, to so soft yeah like i i feel like bank tanateep acting this character because you see it in the moment i need you in the moment since right mm-hmm. where like the moment i need you he's like this like really aggressive guy who's like gotten his heart broken he's, he's kind of like, like a karen about life yeah like he's <laughs> very rough around the edges yeah. and then like you see this softness in him. He's that guy that you're like, I know there's more to you than this awful thing. Like then this weird personality trait that's like aggressive. And that's very like very one track mind. Whereas like right. when you look at a Pac, you're like, no, that's who you are. That's just who Pac is. Whereas yeah. with, with Sandy, you're like, there's something more to it, right? Like something's he, going on. Like you're he's just going, he's through just something. going through something. Whereas with, with Pac, you're like, no, 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 that's just who he is. He's not going through anything. That's yeah. he's just he is the thing. Yeah. And so I think with Sandy, this character with Bang Tanity being able to bring out this, like, there's an underlying thing there that you know is there that you're like, oh, I know I, there's more. Th- there's a reason why. And you see this in people in general where you're like, there's a reason why you're meddling in my business. There's a reason why you're so focused on me because yeah. not people who are so focused on other people have so many more issues in right. their life where they're like, you're doing wrong. There's something wrong with you. You need to fix you. And you're like, you're like, I know that. So then why are you so focused on that? <laughs> because clearly you're avoiding something in your own life. Yeah. And that's what, like, that's what Van- Big Tanateep is able to do with Sandy where you're like, there's more to him. And it's it's very well-rounded and well-acted. And what's nice about this character is it's so subtle and soft and slow, which is, I think, very true to real life. Yeah. Like, people do not change over overnight. And, like, he's actually the one that, like, ultimately fixes Pak and Tong and, like, gets them back together, even though they should not be together. <laughs> um, 
because really? and he goes and like he eats crow which is like actually a courageous act right like he walks up to Pac and he's like can I eat lunch with you like can I talk to you like yeah. can we try and be friends again and he's like he tries to help him and he genuinely is like I'm sorry yeah. about this right and so like he is very like very very much like redeems himself and I think yeah. he has the most character development out of anyone in this series and Bank does it so subtly. And like he's one of those actors, very similarly to Bonus and Sia, mm -hmm. that like his eyes change. So like you see it at the play when he goes and sits down next to Pi. Like you see his eyes change when he looks at him, like just his eyes. Mm -hmm. Nothing else on his face changes. His body language doesn't change. And like you just like you feel this instant change when his eyes change and bonus does the same thing it's similar to like that's why you can tell when there's a give or take when it's a give and take versus just a take 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 yeah is that like bonus communicates all of that through his eyes which like i think is a mark of just like a genuinely talented person because i don't think that's something you can learn or no. you can teach i think that truly like bonus is one of the most talented most inspiring people that's ever lived probably on this planet <laughs> and that sounds dramatic but like truly That's the alcohol talking no 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 like i said this the other day when i was stone cold sober actually that i think bonus is a really inspiring person and like i think he's so so talented yeah. and i also think that being tanatip is so talented because of like if you can convey an emotion through your eyes like your yeah. irises right like how they bring these characters to life is because incredible. you know who else does that sia and that's, that's one of the things that makes you are my sky june my katang pa yes so deep is yeah. the way that he portrays torn right so and so like it's the same thing with sandy yeah. and sandy i think like by the end has had the most character development out of anyone in gen y truly um, i think he's the star of this show sandy is wonderful by the end the other characters that are wonderful jet james oh truly James. truly jack to jack co oh i love that you go jack co because that's a whole argument in the show is it jack co or Kojak? Yeah, yeah. kojak is fun too because i'm like, gonna say i'm gonna say jack co because i stand jet yes truly i love the show my matchmate and i have screamed about this this episode and i will scream about it again because these boys have such incredible chemistry and when i first watched gen y season two they were the light that like kept me going they in this huge ensemble of all these couples they are the couple that you're like a breath of fresh air there's no drama it's silly this like back and forth cat and mouse where they're like they're almost like mark kit from season one they're the mark kitten season two except like make them bisexual kings yes 10 out of they're 10. just like fun silly like there's no real drama they're like fighting right. over why you but like but then they're really. also fighting over nong alice yeah and then they're Who, fighting nong over alice other. by the way is super into tongue which like i never thought i would understand but like i kind of get it like After watching is, superboy i like, get it is tongue kind of hot no i think he might be he has a great personality no like tongue is really talented though yeah he is super talented he can sing really well Go and he can boy. dance really well although that hair on him as a demon was like not it no 
So, yeah, Jed James is really fun. That ending scene where Mark Kit have found, have like stumbled upon Jed James while <laughs> I they're love like, that scene. they're like walking each other to class. And like, there's this funny moment of like, call me, call me. And then James like suddenly like blows him a kiss. And no, you're no, like, it's the other way. James goes, call me. And they're so cute. It's so cute. And then what I love about that scene is that Mark and Kit kind of like mimic them afterwards yes. because it's this like it's a full circle moment. If you've been in a relationship for a long time and then you see this new couple and you're like, I remember those days, right? Like you yeah. like joke about it. It's really cute. They're the only sweet. thing that like low key annoys me about Jacko in this mm-hmm. is that like we have our time jump and it's three years later and we're still pretending we're not dating. I know. <laughs> Why are we still doing this? Why are we still doing this, boys? It's another Kim this, Cup. Another case, Kim Cup. In this case, it hasn't been just one semester. It's legitimately been, been three years. years. Oh, God. Gen Y. But then they two. have one of the best kisses in BL, which I haven't even watched my matchmate, but like I have Twitter, so I've seen this kiss. Yeah, yeah. And like the bed kiss. I remember watching this happen and thinking, like, as a soft stand, being like, this is exactly the level of spice that I need and want. Like, it's yeah, not it's so spicy, sweet. it's soft, but it's spicy. Like, it's perfect. It's, it's just like Neo Louie in the Eclipse. It's perfect. Yes. It's exactly what you want and need. Okay. It's time, y'all. It's not time. It's we time. haven't talked about No, no, no. Time. It's time for your cad rant. <gasps> Okay. I will be putting down my mic because you're going to go on your okay. cat rant. Okay. 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 If you don't even remember this character, valid, because there's a hundred characters in the show. If you don't remember this character, how dare you? Although <laughs> I will say neither did I until I realized <laughs> that cat is the only one for until me. Until your cat awakening. Yeah, yeah. The friends do play a vital role in the show. Yes, especially Sansab. Okay, let's talk about Sansab. Sansab. Oh, Sansab. Okay. So when we interviewed Element, we asked Sab. We asked Sab. <laughs> we did ask Sab, actually. God. We asked Gad about like the characters that he's played because yeah. he plays a lot of friends, right? So, like, in friends. what Zab man, he is the egg god. Um, <laughs> Out of control. And although, you know, truly a life regret of mine is that we didn't ask him if he could actually make an omelet. Well, we should have unanswered questions. Unanswered Dad, question. come back on the podcast. Um, and we asked him which of his roles was his favorite role, and he said Sansab. And at the time, he said it was because Sansab had like two very distinct sides to him that he, like he was fun and he was funny and he played the jokes, but he also could be serious. Yeah. And I was like, I don't remember that about this character, but like you do, you boo. Like <laughs> I like at the time I was like, yo, okay, guys. I don't remember him at all in season one because they're high schoolers and they appear like for a hot minute. Right. They're the high school babies in season one. But yeah, like at the time I was like, okay, God. But then, and again, disclaimer, this is not colored by the fact that Cat is the only one for me. This is like a legitimate observation is that Sansab actually, I think, grounds the whole show because Mm. he's funny and he's silly and he's light and he lightens Mm -hmm. the mood in so many cases. Because, again, we've talked about how dramatic and just like ridiculous this show is. And much like Jet Jane, where like they bring the light and the fun and the like nostalgia of like this is what a BL should be back. Yeah. That's what Sansab does. Is he's 
fun right. and he's funny and he's sweet and you can't help but smile when he's like doing whatever ridiculous sans thing he's yeah. doing right and so like there's that part but then one of my favorite things about him is that you get to see him be this very supportive nong which like i thought he was baz's brother but apparently he's his cousin i don't know like the translations they're make it very confusing. it's unclear but like Some he's kind of his nong. he's his blood nong that's what we know it's like they're blood they're blood related yeah yeah yeah. they're somehow blood related in thai it's unclear yeah so they're somehow blood related he's his blood nong and he's such a good nong because he is the only person in this show that doesn't try to force why you to feel one way or the other he very gently supports him and he checks on him and he like suggests to him and he tells yeah. him like what he thinks, but he never frames it in such a way as like you should do this or this is the right thing or the wrong thing to do. He right. very much he's the only person in this whole show that trusts why you to make a decision for himself. Right. Like people take autonomy away from Wayu in this show and Sab gives it back to him. Yeah. Right. Sab is like, I'm going to support you and I'm going to be there for you in whatever way you need. And I'm going to gently tell you what I think. Like, this is what I think. And this is who I think you should be with. And this is like what I believe is the right thing for you. Like as your friend, family member, whatever. <laughs> but he never is forceful about it. He's right. like, I want you to get there on his own, on your own. And like, that is such a good quality to have. And then he also like, you see him be this great friend. Right. In that, like when the whole thing with Sandy goes down and everybody realizes that like Sandy is the problem here. Sab never burns that bridge. So Sab is like, Okay, he talks to Tong. He figures out what's gone on because for Sab, he's in this interesting position where like Sandy is his friend and Tong is his friend and Pac is his friend, right? Like right. he's not actually involved in no, any yeah. of the scenarios going on. And so he's a fun friend. He, yeah. And he's this like great friend where he's like, okay, you guys, here's what's happening. He's like literally the only person in the show that has zero in like zero love interest with anyone. Except for me. <laughs> You're not in the show. I mean, in real life, <laughs> but oh it, it's just one sided. It's me. Yeah. Um, so he tells everyone what's going on and he makes it really clear and he makes it super transparent. Mm -hmm. The only person in the show that's actually transparent, the only person in the show that will flat out say what's going on, the only person with communication skills that's in the amazing. whole show. And then what's even better about Sansab is that when he does finally confront Sandy, mm -hmm. he doesn't call him out in front of other people. He doesn't make it this right. big scene. He And then he doesn't even accuse him of anything. He gets him alone. So this is when, like, Sandy is, like, faking the stomach ache so that he can, like, lure Wayu right. to the hospital so that Wayu sees that, like, Peepaw is dying. <laughs> Classic. And... Yeah, you know, like just, just like, like just boy things. Your, your ex BF is about to die, so you can be with with Thanu. Just guy things. Oh my god. Um. So, <laughs> what he does is he's like, "Hey, let's split up. Let's go in separate cars. I'll take Sandy. You guys go in this other car. We'll meet at the hospital." He isolates Sandy, and then what he says to him is, "He's like, what's going on, man? He's like, hey, yeah, I know that this is fake." 
And I know that you've been doing all this stuff. What I want to know is why. He's like, I need you to tell me what's happening. He doesn't even accuse him. He's just like, I want to know what's going on with you. Yeah. Which is like the perfect way to talk to someone. Like he doesn't. He doesn't get angry or accusatory. Because he, he like, is, already knows what he's doing. He's just like, why are you doing it? He's like, why are you doing this? Like, we're friends. Like, I'm right. not trying to not be your friend. Right. I'm trying to understand you. Right. He is the only person in this whole show that is a constant, mm-hmm. that is supportive of everyone around him, and that is just always a light in the room. The yeah. only person in this whole show. And it is expertly acted because he can do both and it makes sense when he does both Mm. right it doesn't feel weird when he's like hey i know that you're like lying about this or when he's like to why you when he's like hey you should really reconsider this it doesn't feel weird that he's being Mm. serious which like sometimes can happen if you get a character actor which like god is very much a character or he's been cast type as a character actor i don't know if he is or isn't and so sometimes those character actors, yeah. when they get that those more serious situations, it doesn't feel right, right? right? It doesn't feel legit, but it does with Gad in Gen Y. And like, but at the same time, like him being absolutely ridiculous also feels right. Yeah. And so like Sansab is actually essential to this show to like keep everyone connected. Right. Quite frankly. Star Hunter, give God a leading role in 2023. Yes. I will say, fascinatingly, if you've been, like, keeping up with the casting news, Bank Tanity and God casted together for something recently. And I was like, I never. Sure. I never thought about that. But, like, yes. Like. Anything to get these boys on my screen, honestly. Truly. I would love to see it. Yeah. There's so many options. 2023, man. We're at the end of 2022. I can't even imagine what's coming for 2023. We still have to finish out 2022. And it's October. And so many things are coming down the pipeline. Big dragon. Big dragon. Big dragon. I really want to know who Cat is in Big Dragon. Cat, who are you in Big Dragon? I've been trying to Big is going to be in Big Dragon. Big is in Big Dragon. Jet Jamer going to be in. Jet Jamer in Big Dragon. (gasps) And two new Star Hunter babies are in Big Dragon. JJ and. Bobert. I just know his IG is Bowburn. Me too. Um, I'm excited for Big Dragon. I'm excited for Remember Me. Yes, Remember Me. Oh Ghost Host, Ghost House. If you haven't started it, please start it. It's so good. There's so many shows. October's a wild month, oh y'all. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Stay tuned. There's so much more Let's Talk BL. Truly. Truly. We might venture away from the tie and actually do some other series. This. This. Series. I mean, if you've seen the schedule, you know it's already happening. <laughs> I did post it to Instagram. So, like, yeah, we don't post our series Sundays. True. But I did admit earlier that I try and group like yeah, things together. Yeah. So, like, um, don't go get your merch because if you've already, you already missed out. Merch will be coming back, though. Don't worry. The difference is prices will be a little bit higher. There will be no exclusives. It's just because when we can buy in bulk, we get it at a better price. And so we, of course, pass that discount on to everybody who's buying it. Um, Those shipments are going to start shout out ASAP to- as shout soon out- as the merch is in our home. Shout out to Chris and Porsche, the most perfect brand ambassadors for Let's Talk BL. They did the thing. They did the thing. And they are... a. 
a case study in brand deals work because thank you also all to everybody who purchased merch. We sold more than we ever could have dreamed or imagined. (laughs) Like I almost cried the first few days because I genuinely just like. You did the thing. It it happened. And you love Let's Talk BL and we love Let's Talk BL. Truly, it was a brand deal that worked and. I feel like we'll probably be doing more brand deals with more boys anytime we can because it worked. And so, yeah. like, this is a case study and like support who your boys' brand be, deals because it works. Who will be the merch ambassadors <gasps> for season? Oh my god, three. send us send us a DM and tell us who you think the season four brand ambassador brand ambassadors should be. LTBL brand ambassadors. Yes. In fact, if you've made it this long, you also deserve to be on our close friends because oh my gosh, yes, this was such a fun episode to talk about. We clearly very much love <laughs> these actors, and yes. I think these actors are very underrated. I really do. I yeah. think that they deserve so much more recognition for their work. They deserve so much more ticket talk of love, ticky talk of love, truly. And so, what we're I feel like we should post all of these. Like, did we tell the story this time around? This is a no, we have not told y'all. the story. So, if you have made it, oh my god, an hour and forty two minutes, we did it again. <laughs> How did we do? I this? love this for us. Oh I my feel god! Like, so I need to go in and time how long that god rant was. Truly, okay. If you've made it, I feel like I feel. No one's going to make it this long. No. But if you have made it this long and you're not on Close Friends, shout out to you. Um, but if you are not on Close Friends, you should just DM us that... Bonus ta- is an Earth Angel. I thought it was Tana Deep as an angel. No, it was bonus. Always bonus. Bonus. Bonus is an angel. We are going to close friend story our selfies that we got with individual oh, right, boys. We're going to tell Element. the selfie stories. That's because, right. Okay. Here's the thing. We told the copter selfie story at the beginning. Yes. Which we've already posted multiple times. Yeah. Uh, but each of us somehow <laughs> in all the chaos, because there was a lot of chaos at Hunter Village after our Element interview. I bonus was like looking in the mirror, getting ready for the next interview because there was an interview after us. And I somehow my brain started working again for a moment after encountering bonus. And I was like, can I get a selfie with you? And it was the cutest thing because here's the trick. Here is the trick for anybody who ever encounters a BL boy. Oh, make them take the selfie. Make them take the selfie. If they don't have a brand deal with a cell phone, make them take the selfie. Or if you have the cell phone that they have a brand deal with, get them to take a selfie. I will say of all our time in Thailand, there were only two boys that had cell phone brand deals that couldn't take the selfie. And in both those cases, we were in situations where it was it It worked out. Yeah. But truly, because my hands shake really really hard when I'm nervous and so there's no way on God's green earth that I was ever going to be able to take these selfies and so I finally I like got it in my like brain to be able to take a selfie with bonus and it was the most magical thing I ever encountered and they take a hundred photos because like boys well also because like here's the thing like they understand camera angles they like they literally do this professionally yes so the trick while hundo p and they're so willing to do it literally you hand them your cell phone and they're like yeah yeah, yeah, I got this it's magic so I got a selfie with bonus Ayla got a selfie with Tanity I did and he was the sweetest about it and I like kind of grabbed him as he was leaving because I like wasn't sure because like fully in these situations so I did the same thing at our press junket where I was like okay I need 
in these situations for it to not be obvious that like I'm asking for a selfie with this specific boy. Yeah. Not that I think any of them would have been like, why didn't you want a picture with me? But no, like, you know, like they don't care. you just don't want it to be like yeah. weird. And so I grab like I finally worked worked up the courage right as he was leaving, which again, there was no courage to be worked up because no. like he is the sweetest angel that ever existed. And I was like, oh, can I grab a selfie with you with you real quick? And I like handed him my phone and it was like the cutest thing that ever happened to me. It truly like he's the nicest. They're Tana wonderful. Te- Bank Tana Teep's the nicest. If you person. go to Thailand and you run into a BL boy, chances are if you say, hey, can I get a selfie with you? They're going to be very nice and generous. Yeah, they really, they really, really will be. And honestly, chances are if you're chilling in MBK, like, not to like bring a bunch of fans down on them, but like, but you know where cool. our village is. Like, be cool. And if you just sort of like hang out, like they're they usually will have like tables and chairs set up, like it's yeah. like a thing. It's wild. You can just like straight chill there. Stay tuned to season three of Let's Talk BL because there's so much more. I'm sure so we'll get drunk another series Sunday and tell you even more inside info into the wild world. Our was. inside info is hang out outside companies. Love that. Truly. <laughs> Live at MBK like we did. I MBK. still want to be buried at MBK. Our home. Our home. <laughs> I'm going to be that crazy girl that when, when I'm 80 years old, because I'm assuming you're passing away first that I'm going to be like sprinkling your ashes around MBK. Why? Why? <laughs> you're older than me. Why am I dying first? I don't know. I just want, I just want to sprinkle your ashes at MBK. You're older than me. <laughs> Why am I dying first? <laughs> this has been Let's Talk Be All. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow all things Let's Talk Be All at Let's Talk Be All.